Welcome back to the show, guys. Welcome back to Talking Spice, where we talk we about go. all the spicy things in life. In la vida. And oh. one one recent thing that's been uh, super, super spicy is uh, the follow-up from our last episode. Have you guys got any like, good response from that? Um, A lot of people, well, not, some people were like, oh, interesting. It's really great that you guys were talking about it because, you know, it's not something that's really spoken about often. And the majority of that came from dudes. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. You agree? Uh, not personally, but on uh, on our Kunuku Spice Instagram, yeah. I've been going through the comments and shit and see people like, yeah, yeah, good job, guys. Keep it up. This needed to be said. And like Chris nice. says, it's just mostly guys. So that's, I guess, the intended target in a way. So that's always that's always a good thing. You know? Yeah. How about what you? I, what I notice is that, of course, I have my big Iron House community and everything. Yeah. And a lot of the homies, they... They watch and support, so I got a, actually surprising a lot of mm-hmm. lot of comments about it. Okay, not o- not only because after that, I followed it up with a few extra posts and stories. You know, I'm busy on Instagram, mm-hmm. and I threw up um, some mental health related topics on stories. Yeah, and uh, it's legit the most interaction I've ever gotten on on social media. Yeah, and and I've gotten often like when we. When we succeed in Iron House or when we do dope shit, you know, we get a lot of responses. Yeah. I, have, I have a lot of supportive people in my circle. But this time, posting about mental health among men, that was a, a banger. That was a landslide. That's good. Yeah. Right? yeah and right. what I noticed also is a lot of people started to reach out because I posted something about suicide among men. And it's a, it's a sensitive subject for sure. But I, I said something like, man, you motherfuckers better start asking for help. Like, there's no need for all this shit. Mm-hmm. For and sure. Then, a lot of people actually like came to me and talked about it. Not that they were feeling suicidal or anything, not at all. Mm-hmm. But they, someone mentioned that they have a therapist on speed dial, and okay. and, and it works for them like a motherfucker. Nice. Yeah. So whenever um, he feels, um, he might start to spiral. Mm-hmm. He just calls him up for five minutes, helps focus and centers him, and he's good. Yeah, 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 man, and yeah. So it, he has that tool in his tool sh- in his toolbox, you know. Yeah, and uh, someone else reached out and said that uh, they often don't feel the way they think they should. Not suicidal at all, but like you know, let's say heavier thoughts than a person should have that often. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And uh, surprisingly, a lot of great responses also from females. Oh, awesome! Praising how good it is to talk about this um, this subject and. Some have mentioned, and some kind of indirectly, that it's like they interact with a lot of men who struggle with it mm-hmm. and have to deal with the fallout or the yeah. consequences of having a man in your life who struggles with those kind of yeah. things but doesn't get a chance to talk about it. So yeah. that's got a, a lot of good responses. So I want to I kind of piggyback off that second episode, that last episode we did. Because mm-hmm. um, yeah. we did a check-in last time. And for everyone who's listening doesn't know what it is, a man check-in is simply you get your boys together, and on a scale of one to ten, you talk to each other about how you're doing financially, uh, emotionally, mental health, mentally, yeah. um, goals, any, any of those key components in life that you think is important. It's happiness in general. Yeah, happiness in general, and just checking with each other because it's a uh, like we talked about last time. Men don't easily go up to each other and be like, "Hey, man, I'm feeling like dog shit. Can you guys help me?" Yeah. So this is an easy way to lower those barriers of entry. And get guys talking. So we did it last time. Mm-hmm. Um, we should do a quick check-in again to see where we're at. Because it mm-hmm. was, we filmed like four episodes in one shot. It was a month ago, right? Yeah, about a month ago. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, about a month let, ago, let's yeah. just, let's just go yeah. quickly. Because uh, 
There's some specific things we want to dive into, of course. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Let's uh, there's a, f- a few topics that might not be super, super relevant in our situation because we know it about each other. Like financially, we know yeah what each other's financial situation is. Um, scale one to ten, Chris, how are we doing on happiness? Yeah, still about the same, about six and a half, seven. Okay, so I'm doing all right. Okay, again, can always improve, but I know that the things that are going to get me there are to come. So I'm just working toward that. Okay. Yeah. Good. Still sounds low, though. I don't know what to tell you. But again, for, for me, I think that number is more accurate than you guys because you, you gave me from like a scale of 1 to 10. So like a 5 is like the average. So that's why if I say like a 6.5, a, a 7, that's above average still. For sure, for sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. But so. it's, still not, it's still not high or it's still not where you want it to be, right? I'm no. assuming. No, no. Okay. And do you know uh, what you think might help contribute to that? Yeah, yeah, of course. If if when, when Kunuku starts picking up, and then I could d- dedicate hundred percent of my time on it because it's it's able to sustain me, so that I can't focus on that, and then also start other ventures to help other people. Yeah, that that'll make me enjoy life more. But is that the only thing that can get you to an eight or nine? Because what, what what if what if we pack up Kunuku and say we're done? We're not going to do shit anymore. Yeah, then we, what? Now, if we do, if we do that, then I'm going to start it on my own. Yeah, but let let let's say That's life throws a curveball yeah. and it's just For some it, it's, it's no longer in the cards. Because it, 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 it sounds if, like you're you're if, depending if, your happiness or your potential for eight or nine on that one specific it's, thing. It's not necessarily depending on that. It's just what I want, so that's why I'm going for it. Okay. And if that falls to the wayside, then I'm just going to have to regroup and see. Okay, that didn't work. What can I do to 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 do that instead? Okay, but. If I have like other side plans and whatnot, I'm not going to be able to focus on this too much. And that's not going to help me get it to where I want it to be. All right. I respect that. Okay, fair enough. Gray, how are we doing? Uh, are we talking about mental health or are we talking happiness? Just happiness. Happiness first. Happiness in general? Um, let me see. I would say... Um, I'd say about an eight, I think. About an eight. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's Last time you said nine, right? Was that? I think I, that was I, mental health. Okay. Though. Yeah. I think I, I think you said eight last time. Okay. I'm not sure, but I think we because I think we broke it down last time into mental health and some other aspect, yeah. and not just happiness in general. I, I, th- I think I think we could still separate happiness yeah, and mental yeah. health from each other. Yeah. Exactly. So, so yeah, can when, you clarify the eight a little bit for us? Yeah, I think um, uh, it's just uh, let me see. Uh, I think eight because so I think mentally the mental health I'm I'm great, but I think the aspects that I can improve in are. Um, just my, my, my current job situation. But, of course, I'm trying to work towards it with Konuku, like Chris said. And uh, I think I can improve my financial situation as well. And I think those two things do play a role and they uh, do affect Absolutely. But, but, but see that, happiness. That, but, see, that's that's the thing for me. That's the, Again, that's also why I put myself at, like, a, a six and a, a six and a half, seven. Because if you're telling me that the, the job that you do, you don't like it, how can you still have it at eight? Because this is something that you do the majority of your week. And it's something that you don't enjoy. So that's why I'm like, mm-hmm. how can it be a day? So are you asking that because for you, your job <coughs> takes a bigger toll on that happiness total? No, just just to try and understand. Because okay, again, okay. We, we, we're, we're all giving like a numerical value to these things. So I just wanted for us to have like a line so that I understand. Yeah, but because um, one thing is important to know with this exercise is not, you don't want to focus too much on the details of the number or the, the, the weight of the number so much. It's, okay. it's personal. So... If in your head it rings as a six or eight or a nine, mm-hmm. the whole point of the exercise is that if 
if you can talk about it, you'll illuminate, you'll clarify, and then you get to the bottom of things. So okay. don't worry too much about the numbers. I understand okay. your point for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but um, so he's he has his reasons why it's eight. Okay. Yeah. But that's a really good question, though. Like, if you don't like your job. Yeah, that, no, that's a fair point. It's more because um, uh, it's not all about the job. I have other actions in my life that I do enjoy that balance it out. So basically, time to spend with my friends, time to spend with you guys. Time, oh, okay. time to, <laughs> you know, I'm working on Kunuku and shit. And just, just um, also just uh, sitting by myself and working on myself. You know? Just trying yeah. to figure out in my own head, okay, I'm going to move forward. What do I have to do? That's yeah. I actually, it's a tough process, but I actually enjoy that process. Yeah, but I think there's a really great lesson for a lot of guys is that one one aspect of your life, even if it's not exactly composed yeah. the way you want it to. The greatest, yeah. yeah it doesn't have to be the end all be diminish all. everything else in your life. Yeah, like it, it, you can have that's why like not everyone's gonna have their dream job. Not everyone's gonna have their their perfect fulfillment. Mm-hmm. But let's say you have a good enough job you can make it work, but on the side you do great things with great people and you make wonderful memories and that's how life balances out. I mean, not everyone's gonna fucking love the job. It's, it's impossible. There's not enough jobs in the yes. world for everyone to love it. Yeah. So, like, if if you're not a big fan of your job, you just gotta make sure to actively fill that in with other things. Yeah. I think the big problem is that I see a lot of people is that they fucking hate their job. Yeah, and then and just, they use it as a reason to also then not invest time in happiness. Yeah. yeah. They, just, they, so I I say the more you hate your job, the more dates you gotta go on with your girl. The more you hate your job, the more hobby you got to have. Let's balance it out. Yeah. Hey, the more you hate your job, the more Legos you got to buy and play with. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. For real. Is that a hint? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> the more you hate your job, I, the more D&D you got to play. I, I love my job and I buy my, my toys. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that's such a poor lesson because you see people and they they, they let... It, it's it's a simple like net net result. They let the heavy job and the, the difficult job like weigh them down. Mm-hmm. And men are, you know... False machismo. We're like, ah, I just gotta handle it. I gotta take it. Mm-hmm. Here's what it is. I'm, I'm a grind. I'm a soldier. No, no, you're not. You're an idiot. Because what you gotta do? Because the the bad job takes you to minus ten. Mm-hmm. You gotta have, man. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go bouldering twice a week plus five. Yeah. I'm gonna. The the, the shorty's been hollering at me on on whatever you guys are on dating apps now. <laughs> oh, hey, there you go. L- 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 let me talk to this wonderful lady. You know, plus five. Then yeah. you're like, man. That neighbor of mine fucking loves it when I cook for him. Let me do it once a week, just just, just so we can have conversation. Yeah, plus yeah, five. Yeah. But people, then then you're you're back in a net positive. But that does sound like you're focusing a lot on the numbers, though. Where you just told him. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, so that, that, that's how it is in my head. But mm-hmm. like, it's purely like we should react to difficult things in life or mm-hmm. constant challenges with a compensation for it. That is that's definitely true. So yeah. like, if if you're not a fan of your job and that's just your situation at the moment. Mm-hmm. Don't wait for it to get better before you want to work on your happiness. Be like, okay, how can I be happy now as well? And if you can fix that, and then the job situation gets better, that's only a bonus. Yeah. Then your and your job is better, and your general baseline happiness is yeah. better. Yeah, social you know? life is also better. Yeah. Because yeah. then when you say like a six and a half and about the job and stuff, mm-hmm. and like you know that the things that are coming will get you up to eight, mm-hmm. it sounds like one of those things. Like you're you're waiting for a circumstance to change before you're gonna let yourself get to eight. So, like, just in my head, I'm like, okay, what can we do to get you to eight now? You know? Yeah. And then when Kanuku happens, when it, when it happens the way you want it to, mm-hmm. you're at a 10 or you're at an 11. Yeah, you know? that, yeah that, that, that's true. And it's not like I'm waiting for it to happen. I'm, I'm actively trying to get it there as quick as yeah. possible as well. But you know it's a waiting but, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know. Yeah, I can't force it either. But um, 
yeah, that's also what I'm trying to do for myself as well, trying to figure out how to get me to that higher number. Yeah. While, yeah. while uh, working on Kunuka as well. Yeah, so, I think and that, yeah. that's that's a trick. Like, yeah. And I, I think a lot of men just, they, there's, there's, there's a sense of pride that comes from being a man in wading through the struggle. Yeah, yeah definitely. Like I don't know why I have it too. Like that's a thing that's passed down down generations. Yeah, right? like just, if if if, like if you can go refugee down. mode and struggle and hustle mm. and still make it, it's like yeah. it feels sweeter at the end, or it seems that way. Maybe maybe it only feels that way because we're putting ourselves through so much struggle. Then any relief feels like okay, I've made it. No, mm-hmm. but that, that that's true. Like me when I, when I just moved here, I didn't have the best living situation. I I was in a house that was shared with eight other people. Preach. Fucking uh, a good chunk of them were illegals. Uh, okay, hi, hi, th- yeah, yeah. There was a drug dealer coming in. Dude got high on his own shit. You also I get flipped out. Had to call it. Huh? You also get high on shit. Nah, man. That was the biggest culture shock for me. How how like common and like com- like comfortable everyone was. They were like, "Hey, Chris, yeah. you wanna?" And like, whoa, that is next that's, level. That's that's a drug. Don't like, do drugs, holy people. shit! No, that's no. the funny thing. Though. Like prior to moving here, I didn't know anything. But that's the one thing I didn't know. Like drugs are just okay. So here. that's common. the one thing yeah. I knew about this place. Yeah, but I didn't know anything. Else. Yeah, that's but, the one thing I didn't know. But, but not to get too much of topic. But there's yeah. drugs being okay here, and then everyone being like, "Oh wait, you don't take pills when yeah. you go to festivals." Yeah. I'm like, I don't, I don't need yeah. shit. Yeah. Like, give me a donut and some Coca Cola, and I'm good, homie. That's yeah. all I need. True, yeah. true, true, true. I guess, I guess. No, but like, so I was living in a house with like eight other people. Cops were coming monthly asking us. Who we are, if we live here, if we have our passport, and asking us if <laughs> like, we're looking for a person. The, the cops like Bell on it, Chris, like Chris, can you let us in again, please? <laughs> Man, please. it was it was it was almost to that point. And that that aside, I was working as a, a student, so my my salary was nine hundred euros, and I still had to travel to Amsterdam to go to for, for school. I still had to pay my rent. That was five hundred euros for a room. So, yeah. I I think I, I stayed you. there for like about a year or whatnot, but. It was also kind of like a waiting game till I couldn't deal with it anymore, and then something actually uh, it changed for the better. Now looking back, I'm like, cool. If I can handle that, I can handle anything. So, so, so that is a little bit of that, you know, male pride. That I'm like, yeah, I can, I can endure. But now looking back, I'm like, that's dumb, dude. Like, yeah, it's dumb. Like, like it's 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 so unnecessary. But I recognize it too. A lot of things, but it doesn't it doesn't seem completely incorrect, completely wrong to do. But maybe the method in doing it. Like there I do believe that you have to put yourself in situations where you have to learn discipline, perseverance, st- your own strength, get to know yourself. If you're coddled and your whole life, you most likely don't know yourself as well as you do. Yeah. But That's fair. It, it doesn't have to be to the point where you're suffering so much that it's taking a toll on your mental health. Yeah. So that when you're done struggling with it, you're still like the, the struggling never stops. And then your let's say less of an ideal romantic partner mm-hmm. because you've dealt with shit and you were a tough man and you were like I went made through it but yeah it made you fucking narcissistic or it made you condescending or it made you have a short fuse or it made you closed off emotionally yeah you know so there's nothing wrong with struggling and being proud of that struggle because if that's what your circumstances call for you have no choice of course, no one's going to be like, you know what? I'm going to just give up my house and go live in a student house. I can struggle. Yeah. No, <laughs> that's, no. that's a little bit Like weird. a real man. Like a real man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, nah, but that's true, though. Yeah, it's, it's just, yeah, it's just about you got to find that balance. You know, you got to appreciate the struggle and use it as motivation. But then you're also going to make sure that 
it doesn't affect the other parts of your life and the other people in your life. And that's that's a difficult thing. It's not yeah, an easy thing. thing. It's balance. not an easy thing to. It's not an easy thing to balance. And it's yeah. an easy. It's an easy curse to break either to, yeah. to be that prideful. I think, you know? But I do think most men fall in the latter extreme. That since they don't know how to handle it, they just go all into it. They be like, oh, I'm 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 a I'm a soldier. I'm a hustle. I'm just I'm grinding. I'm a struggle, and you know, I'm a real man because I don't. I don't take help from people and, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. and then, yeah, you're a real man, but you might also be a real broken man or a real sad man or a real ongezellig man. Yeah, true. Like, and I think we could, we could film a whole episode because I, I want to do, do a whole episode on what it means to be a real man and we'll, we'll, we'll oh, pull on Instagram, we'll, we'll, we'll ask people, uh, we'll ask especially like what's the difference, what we'll responses live. do men give to being a real man to what women give to being a real man and Ooh, see that's what, a good one. Yeah, because uh, I have a, a lot of like st- strong-minded I get strong women around me, like at work and in my client base, mm-hmm. and uh, you can tell they have their opinions about it for sure. And uh, oh, um, I see eye to eye with them a lot sooner than I do a lot of men, um, mm-hmm. purely for the fact that a lot of guys, I don't think they make, they don't stop and take time to think like what it takes to be a real man. Yeah, but I, I th- that's that's also a very twisted thing to say, what, real man, because. That doesn't exist. Like if you're, if you, if exactly. you're doing that's your, a trick. Yeah, exactly. And it's a trap, man. We're, it's a trap. We we all trap. are romanticized with movies and TV shows and books and stuff like that. Oh yeah, that's a real man because you know he provides, he does this, he does that. Mm-hmm. But some people just don't have that. They excel in other parts. Let me tell you about this one dude. Like he's a he's a buddy of ours. Um, he's. I think, I think he's Surinamese immigrated, but he has cerebral palsy, mm. so he has, he has a CP. Yeah, mm. yeah. and uh, but he handles it in such a way, and he has charm and charisma, and um, like he's about to not say too much. He's about to embark in a pretty important step in life, mm-hmm. but he handles it with so much, like I don't know, grace. Yeah. But he's he's not a big dude. He's not like what you said, a romanticizing movie. He's not big, muscular, excessively handsome fucking dude. Early, big beard. Oh, yeah. Man. But but the way he carries oh, himself cool. and the way he handles his situation, CP, man, I never even, the first few times I met him, I did not even notice. Mm. I didn't oh, wow. notice that, that he was like different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I, I was just looking at his eyes and looking at what he says. Mm-hmm. So he, for example, doesn't fall in that pigeonhole of what a real man is for like the classic sense but in my eyes that's a real dude yeah that's a real one how like and how how excited he is about the next step in his life and how much pride he takes in his his condition and everything mm-hmm. that's a g dude yeah. that guy's a g yeah but like me me personally i think the the term be a man or be a real man is also a, a very dangerous thing because with that phrasing comes also oh for me people who don't feel comfortable Guys who don't feel confident in themselves will also take that and use that to go to the extreme. Oh, I'm a real man, so a real man has guns, so I'm gonna go get guns. A real man, you know, is more aggressive because that's more. Yeah. So that, but yeah. So that's exactly the point. Yeah. That the definition of what a real man is is polluted because a real man isn't aggressive, in my opinion. No, definitely not. No. A, a real man isn't macho i think aggression macho tough those are not none of those things have to do with being a real man because there's situations where men have to be tough situations where women have to be tough tough. there's there are situations where women have to be more classically masculine and where men have to be more classically feminine yeah so that and that's that's what i want to try and find out like Mm. 
what is the real definition that we can all agree on as a real man? Because I think we all agree that violence and aggression has nothing to do with being a real man. It's circumstantial. It's situational. Yeah, because like anybody if, can if, be violent. If someone's about to start some shit and I need to protect myself with those around me, I'm going to be fucking violent. I'm yeah. going to do what I got to do to mm-hmm. get out of the situation unharmed, right? Mm-hmm, for sure. But that, that part right there, I think, I think the act of violence, it doesn't always make me a man. It's the decision I make in that moment to act. That's what makes you a real man. Because it also makes you a real man if you're in a dead situation to walk away. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Walking away in that situation and just de-escalating and walking away, that makes you a real man. Exactly. It will make you a fucking idiot to go start swinging. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's the thing. If, you, if you're able to take a situation that's difficult, de-escalate it, and then finish it there, that, all, that would be the quote-unquote man thing to do. Because exactly. Because then, then you're taking control of the situation mm-hmm. and not letting it you know, get out of control. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm really curious to find out what people think is a real man. Because one thing that was mentioned a lot... Um, since we posted that uh, mental health episode and I'm posting myself on Instagram from females and some pretty smart individuals, which, which in my opinion, like if they have an opinion, it's most likely because it's built up with some with some concrete thought put behind it, right? Yeah, yeah. One thing that's mentioned often is the fact of vulnerability, that, that one of the issues that men face is a bit of a toxic relationship with their own vulnerability. Mm-hmm. Definitely, men most likely aren't vulnerable enough or not vulnerable in the right way or they don't allow themselves to be vulnerable. So maybe there's already an uh, anchor point to be found in what it takes to be a real man. Maybe a real man should be at least a certain amount of vulnerable. But how many men do we know or did we grow up? Growing up, for example, Mm -hmm. we weren't openly vulnerable to other guys. I was openly vulnerable to a lot of my female friends because I had a lot, you know, shout out to Kiki and all the homies. So Okay, relax, relax. No, but but oh, so it's, it's much easier but, to talk but, to women about that shit when you're a guy yeah, because yeah, they yeah, expect yeah. it. But yeah, I yeah. remember us sitting in a land party and like, oh, pause the game. Hey, who's feeling vulnerable, y'all? But yeah, who, who, who wants a hug, you know? But, but at that age, you're so young as well. You don't, it doesn't, it doesn't cross your mind. You, know? yeah, you don't but, think about those things. But how many people now in their 30s maybe are then like a little bit crossed on the inside because of that? Yeah. Um, yeah, that could. I mean, yeah, there's no real, I guess, way of proving it. But no, yeah, for that, sure, that, absolutely that not. Could but you, you be, can make the yeah, assumption yeah, that yeah, yeah. a person, a 30 year old who has <laughs> never had any, does has not have the environment or the the support to be vulnerable, is most likely less able to be healthy in his vulnerability later on in life. Yeah, for if, sure. If you're growing yeah. up and when you're 10, your folks are all like, "Hey, let's talk about this shit," and when you're 12, your homies are all like, "Hey, just check in." Yeah. When you're 16. You and your best friend can sit down and be like, hey, bro, this is how I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. Most likely, you'll end up having a healthier relationship with vulnerability at the end. So there's a lot of things that might build that up or knock that down. Yeah. But the point is, I think there's a lot to be said for vulnerability um, under men. I know that us for sure, there's a lot of maybe sensitive things that we can talk about that will make us feel vulnerable. Things that we're maybe you know, not so proud of or that we're scared of or that we're struggling mm-hmm. with. Mm-hmm. And I'm also pretty sure that there are a couple, couple of things that were like, okay, you know what, this I don't want to talk about. Exactly. True. Yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are yeah, those are boundaries with time and with 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 just talking. You get comfortable testing. You know, get comfortable yeah. get reaching those boundaries, talking about those things. And I do think with what you just said that it, I guess it will be up to our generation to start changing that to the for the next generations. You yeah. know, because 
to be honest, the generation before us, they're set in their ways. There ain't no changing that, you know? Nah, like, you could yeah. try, you could be like, oh, yeah, people yeah. always, people can change, but it ain't no. going to happen. In my, in my humble opinion, right? Am I not an expert humble opinion? Yeah. Or, or like, the energy spent to change those people exactly. can better be spent changing someone else. So, okay. yeah. I, so, I guess it is up to our generations and, and the ones after us to start changing the mold and start changing the way of thinking. So, then, when you're, like you said, at a 16 or at 13, you can have that conversation with your friends and... And just have those conversations and it'll help your mental health. And then later on, you might be a bit happier in life or you might be more comfortable with being vulnerable in your life, you know? Yeah, I think it's important because I'm I'm of the firm opinion that even at a slight margin, I think the majority of men are, per my own definition, quote-unquote broken. Mm-hmm. Broken sounds like a really hard word, but what I mean is that they're either suffering way more than they should based on certain certain behaviors or acts mm-hmm. or they're making other people around them suffer unnecessarily much because of their lack of empathy vulnerability connection with their mental health healthy relationships toxic masculinity bullshit mm-hmm. so there's a, i think there's more men unnecessarily struggling with shit than there should be that can be solved by learning to communicate and open up and talk and doing check-ins and going to therapy and dropping the classic male trait bullshit and what it means mm-hmm. like what people used to think was a real man mm-hmm. yeah I'm, I'm of that opinion and, and i see a lot a lot of people like day to day week to week um and you maybe because i i i'm attracted more to groups of people who are like-minded as me of course makes so sense. then it makes it easy to see the contrast because mm-hmm. if i if like, I'm just talking about. You guys know Sikher, right? Yeah. To me, Sikher is a G. Sikher he's, a, is, he's a great dude. Sikher is, is my boy. Like the way he sees life, the way he's put together, considering all the things he's he's also gone through, his struggles and shit. Like, I think I'm trying to get his ass on on the podcast so we can just pick his mind and so people can learn from him because I think he's someone worth learning from. Mm-hmm. Like, like he he's he's a dog, but he's a sweetheart, you know. So I love that dude. So I hang out with him and. I'm like inspired by him and motivated. Same with like Tom Hankins, you know, my boy Sofian, all these great dudes. And mm-hmm. then, for example, you have a sit down with a new potential client and then he's someone who's like, like he's a handsome kid, insecure mm-hmm. or doing things for like, like you ask him about his goals, he doesn't know what it is or he's maybe doing it for the wrong reasons and shit. So the contrast seems really big. Yeah, And of course, it's like, Bit of a judging a book by its cover because I don't know this guy the way I know Seeker. Mm-hmm. But on just on the surface, it seems like damn, that's a really big difference from how um the energy I get from a Seeker to the energy I'm getting from this new potential client or this walk in or whatever the fuck, right? Mm-hmm. And that contrast seems so so big. And then there's also be a, a big age difference between the two. Not even no, not even okay. And then it's just man, why are there? And if if you grab the characteristics of that, the average Joe, it is indeed the average Joe. It seems like the majority of people, and that's why a seeker, for example, jumps out and he's literally he's identifiable. Literally, like he <laughs> jumps out of planes because because he's so different. So then he seems like the odd one out because he's just open about mental health. He's a sweet dude. Mm-hmm. He's vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So then. You you have to you're left to assume that okay since most guys aren't like that most likely most guys then struggle with that shit and same with same with Johannes my boy like he's the first one I started doing check ins with and I didn't even have to explain myself I told him pretty easily okay this is what we're gonna do are you down he's like let's go 
Yeah. I didn't have to sell him on it. I didn't have to convince him. He instantly understood the purpose of it, and we got into it. Yeah, nice. And then we do that regularly. Like I'm calling him hopefully either tomorrow night also. Yeah, just to do, just to do a check and be like, hey, where you at? Mm-hmm. So, for someone like that to just have no quandaries whatsoever with doing something emotional mm-hmm. check in and vulnerability and shit. Yeah, and like ah, that's my boy. Why aren't more men like that? How come I can do it, Sikh can do it, Johans can do it, we can do it, mm-hmm. but we can still safely assume the majority of men just don't do it? I I think it's part culture, part like system. Because in my friend group as well, we like me and my best friends. We talk about that stuff. I mean, it's not a constant topic, but yeah, if we feel like something's bothering us, yeah, we talk about it and we get into it. Yeah, with but, you, with I can understand too because Jake, for example, mm-hmm. Jake's like the nicest guy in the fucking world. Jake's yeah, like. It's like a walking ball of apple pie. Like he's such a sweet dude. So with him, you could easily be like, "Bro, I'm feeling hurt. Talk to me." Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I feel like if like I can't call you guys, you guys won't pick up your phone. I can call Jake. That's how that's how you, that's how nice you, of a guy Jake is. You 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 could. He might not pick up because he really sucks with the phone. Yeah. Oh shit. He oh. Really, but if he picks up, he'll definitely like take time to listen to you. Yeah. It'll be like a five hour conversation. Oh yeah. yeah. Yo, me me and Jake, we we've, we've had. Five hour long conversations and shit like that on the phone because it's like yeah, yeah, that's so long. Good conversation and shit. Like yeah. That. yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, no, but you, do you have that with, with people like besides us? Um, do you mean uh, the emotional check in and shit? Yeah, like uh, so, someone that you can easily just be like, hey, where you're not just talking about football and. Uh, uh, yeah, I do have. Yeah, I do have one cousin that I could do that, that I do that with sometimes. Okay. Yeah. 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 No. 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 Okay. No. No. Another cousin. Another cousin. Yeah. Okay. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess yeah, I have a voice where we could go to that point, but we just we just don't. I guess is it is 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 it you don't because you consciously make that choice, or you don't just because it hasn't happened yet? It just hasn't happened yet. I mean, it has happened here and there, but to a very light and surface degree, you know. Yeah, you just like dip your toe, and you're like, "Nah, that's yeah, too cold." Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like oh, you just talk yeah. about it real quick, and then but, you dip but, out. So here's here's a question: Would there have been a lot of like benefits? If in those moments you had chosen to talk about it, or it was like a, like an easy way out, like ah, it's uncomfortable, let's talk about it, and shit, after that, like ah oh, man, it would have been so much better if we did. Because if it's not, if it's like it wouldn't made a difference, then it's like whatever, you know. I wouldn't say it wouldn't made a difference. I think it's, it would have been beneficial, but it's not like I'm not thinking like oh shit, like I regret it, like oh maybe we should have done it, you know. But it, I think so. With with any friend, with anybody, really, if you had that conversation, it can only read to. Positive things, let's say, or you find out you you learn new things about each other. Yeah? Whether it be good or bad, you just learn new things and you just become better friends and it's a better person in general. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. So I think it, it only could only have its, its 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 positive sides to it, I guess, or just gain more knowledge, you gain more information about the person and yourself. But it just I don't know. Just I guess certain friends you have to win, and others you just don't. I guess I mean I guess this is how how the cookie crumbles, you know. And, and one thing about conversations like that as well, especially if someone's like struggling with something. When you're just having a conversation and your intention is not necessarily not even to fix them, it's just to hear them out. And then you hear that you, you see there, there there's a look, there's a look. You know they're struggling, but then yeah. something is said, and then you see their eyes open just a little bit more, and then something like clicks. Man, yeah, that feels so awesome. Like, oh, he has a break. Oh, he's gonna feel great about himself. That's so awesome. And that, that's, yeah, that's a great, great feeling. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. The same, but that's also the same thing with. Uncovering that someone's actually starting with something because you yeah. like, like, hey man, how you doing? One to ten, they're like, oh, I'm at, I'm at eight. I'm like, are you though? Doesn't yeah, sound yeah. like it, my dude. Let's go. Like, let, yeah, let's man, dig into let's this. Kill the beans. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 
But what about uh, what about you? Though we started, so we went on the whole yeah. tangent. We brought it back, which is good because yeah. then we're, we're in the flow with exactly. it. Exactly. What about you? Your your happiness? Happiness. What, what is, how are you feeling? Daryl's like a forty-eight. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm always <laughs> like like way up there because what you said last time about compartmentalizing things in life. Oh, big words. I compartmentalize my happiness. Like I try to practice almost religiously. I'm not a religious person, but I want to practice religiously. Um, what my happiness means to me. I have to protect it. Like, I'm super sacred about my happiness. I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll blow people off. I'll fucking cancel you out of my life super easy mm-hmm. if, if you're not down for what I'm down with. If we're not collectively working towards happiness and feeling great and, you know, saving each other, protecting each other, that, that village mentality, mm-hmm. I'm just not going to fuck with you. I just can't. I don't have time. There's too many people in my life who I know count on me for that. And my happiness is too sacred. My happiness over everything. That being said, as opposed to last time, I would say I'm at a solid nine and a half last time because we talked about 10 is perfect and there's always room for improvement. Yeah. I'm, I'm down a little bit, maybe eight, eight and a half, mm-hmm. purely because of all this fucking Rona shit going on. Mm-hmm. And that's not even the worst of it because we survived the most difficult aspects of Rona because now we have to scan people to come into the gym, which oh, yeah. I don't agree with at all, yeah. but it is what it is. But yeah, that's still better than being shut down and having to drag equipment out into the parking lot every single fucking day. Yeah. yeah. So that so, you know, it's not the worst thing in the world. But for some reason, the reason I'm at an eight and a half, still pretty high, but not a nine and a half, is I'm I'm kind of trying to figure out how to do what's next. And cool. usually I'm I'm really good at having the answers already. Mm-hmm. And I know what my five year, ten year plan looks like. Mm-hmm. But I'm having a little bit of trouble figuring out like how to take the next step. I know what the next step is. Mm-hmm. You know where you want to get to. And that's kind of starting to frustrate me a little bit. Not too much, just a little bit. I want people to get alarmed and shit, but just a little bit. I'm like, I know this is what I want to get to, but yeah. how do I get How there? do I connect the dots? Mm-hmm. But is it is it a is it a business matter? Is it a personal matter? Is it an overall matter? Overall. overall like matter. I, um okay. to me I I put this all in one because at the end of the day, it's about my happiness at the end. Mm-hmm. which envelops everything. Me being successful business-wise is part of my identity. Me yeah, being yeah, successful yeah. with family, relationship, marriage, it's all part of my identity. Okay. So, And that's why I'm like, how, wh- how do I take this step to make sure that I'm still working towards that goal? Mm-hmm. And why, the reason why it frustrates me is that that's not even what frustrates me. Is The reason it frustrates me is I usually have all the answers, even if I'm just a thinking is the answer. But now I've, I've kind of like... I'm kind of I'm, 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 yeah, I'm kind of blocked or maybe second guessing too much. Then it kind of sounds like you have to take your own advice and talk to people about it, you know? Ask them maybe for help or Yeah, luckily for me, them, you know? I have my people I can talk to. Like if exactly. you guys like I, I have me and Flair have a really open relationship about that. Mm-hmm. Um no, not open relationship. We're, we're really oh yeah, my bad. Thing. That's that's, okay, that's, that's, that's the opposite of what we have. You, you guys are very open minded. We are about very that. open in our relationship about that. God damn! See, after 30, 35 minutes of podcasting, oh, shit, my brain starts becoming a potato. But yeah, so if you can, if you can't figure it out on your own, then yeah, you gotta go to your village, you know. Yeah, and then maybe they can help you. Because I feel like I've laid the groundwork to have a lot of different paths now, which is good. It's it, this is a very fucking luxe a problem to have mm-hmm. but it's um, still a problem though. yeah so i'm like i can go so many different directions now i can do so many different things mm-hmm. and the fact that i usually have a very clear picture in my head you know me I, i'm like if i convince myself of something 100 percent, nothing can stop me I'm, yeah. i'll go yeah. but now i'm all like mm, 
usually I already have the answer by now. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking maybe it's a little bit of fatigue from the past few years or um, not not being in the flow yet and all the things. Would it be the reason that you always knew and had the answer is because, like you said, you had you had a goal, but now that you have all these options, you don't know where to go. So maybe you could just take a step back and be like, okay, what do I really want? Wants to get to get to that point. Yeah, that but, sense. but that's it. Like again, I I know my five and ten year plan. I know my ambitions and goals in life. Mm-hmm. Those things are d- as good as set in stone. Mm-hmm. Like nothing will move me from that position because mm-hmm. that's what I that's what I know. Just thinking about it makes me happy. Imagine if I achieve it. Yeah, and even if I don't achieve it, just trying to all the all the fruits to be bared while trying that to me, man, I'm set. I'm good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it's kind of that 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 saying. Everything I need, I have. Everything I want, I can get. Mm-hmm, so that's why I'm always at a 10 happiness-wise. Yeah. The only reason I'm not at 10 now is like, usually by now, I would know what how to take the next step. Okay. I know yeah. where to step. I can see the little fucking block on the floor. Yeah. I just don't know how to put my foot forward. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm struggling to which way. Like it, it, maybe this sounds like super convoluted. It sounds like, hey, just fucking take a step. But <laughs> I, I'm never like that. I'm never... I never hesitate. I never second guess. Yeah, and that's always paid off. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm a really big fan of myself, and I really believe in myself. What, what, would would you be hesitating because maybe you feel you're not ready yet? No, absolutely no? not. I'm, the, I don't believe in being ready. Like you, there's nothing I can't handle. I really believe that because I've proven it time and time again to myself. Mm. Um, in my scope of understanding, there's nothing I can't handle. So that's not it either, and see, and that's what frustrates me because it's not. I'm not. I'm not nervous. I'm not scared. I'm not. I'm not. I don't. I don't. It's not like a fear failure because mm-hmm. I. I want to fail. Failure is a good thing. Yeah. So it's none of that shit. But still, I'm like, man, Pakiko, you know? Yeah, yeah. This is. But yeah. again, I like. I want to reiterate. It's a. It's a slight thing because it doesn't hamper me. I had. A, I. I only have great days and great weeks. Not only, but mostly. This whole week has been killer. Got my shit done to the high level. I've talked. I've. Um, I I try to coach other people sometimes. So when the coach session went fantastic, mm-hmm. like I left the client fucking speechless this week. Be like, oh my god, it finally shit makes sense. This is amazing. I don't mm-hmm. even know what to say. Mm-hmm. So I'm still executing at a high level and mm-hmm. and doing all the things in my day and week that make me feel great. So that's still true. That just this one small thing that doesn't affect anything else. It's like, man. But again, it feels like I feel a little bit. Not like a bitch for complaining about it because it's like it's a luxury problem. Because yeah, you're not. A, a, am I really a victim if I have to choose between all these great options? Yeah, you know, yeah, so yeah. I kind of feel to one of those things. Yeah. So that that's why I don't let it bug me too much. Mm-hmm. But in all honesty, I could have easily said I'm at a nine or nine and a half, but I'm at an eight and a half because that one little fucking factor is like, yeah. yeah, but you'll get that though. Just. Just get it over time, try to figure it out, talk to your people. Yeah. Eventually, it'll get there. It yeah. might take a bit longer than you wanted to or you expected to, but it'll get there. That's the thing. That's why, like, I'll, I don't think I'll ever be under 8.5 because we, we talked about, like, you have to clarify for yourself what those numbers mean, right? Yeah. So to not worry too much about the numbers, I'll never be under that mm-hmm. because of the support system I have. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, let's, let's put it this way. A lot of worse shit could happen around me. Of course. And I'll still have a great support system. Mm-hmm. And again, everything I need, I have. Everything I want, I can get. So 
Like yeah. a lot, like I always say as a joke, like, man, my house could burn down and I'll still be good. Knock on wood. Yeah. Um, because like, it'll just be another adventure. It'll just be another thing. And then you'll only see more how much people love you and only more how much support I have and the people around me will help me out. Yeah. So uh, that's why I'm, I'm not scared of the struggle or scared or, or from of the obstacles because I got too much shit, good shit. I'm, 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 I may be too fortunate in that sense. I got all these people around me who love me, who want to support me, who, mm-hmm. and my, even, even the clients at Iron House, people who have no, they, they have no reason to like show me that much love and support. When I do something, they're all for it. They share my stuff, they comment and post, yeah, and they yeah. talk about it, mm-hmm. and they praise. Mm-hmm. I mean, and don't get me wrong, I'm very aware of the fact that I've worked for that. I've built that intentionally. Yeah. But that's why I get to enjoy the fruits of those labors. Like, I don't need, I need to worry about shit. True. That's a, that's a good thing to have, man. Yeah. Um, uh, I feel very blessed. Let me put it that way. Yeah. No, but one thing that does worry me, worry me though, sometimes, and I'll be honest, no, is because all those things are true. Is it so true that it that I'm like naive to other things? Is it, is like my is my inner hurt being just masqueraded because of all the other things are so great? That is that. In all honesty, is something that I worry about for you as well. Because I, I see and know that you're doing great and whatnot, but especially because of things that we've been through, I don't know how or if you have processed those things. And those that, that was also that was something that I've always wanted to talk to you about, but I never knew how to approach you about it because we handle those things completely differently. So that's why for me, anytime I, I would want to talk to you about these kinds of, those kinds of things, I'm like... I know what you're talking about. Eh, yeah. Better not, you know... Don't, and that yeah. that one thing you're talking about, yeah, that's my only real struggle in life. Yeah, I know. And that, that's that's the only thing I really struggle with mental health wise. Yeah, but and nothing, and that's why nothing else. Like, man, literally, like I could you could cut off my leg and I'll still be the happiest guy in the world. Yeah. That's just how I am. I just yeah. there's too many beautiful things in life. Such great people. We had fucking boys weekend. Yeah, man, I'm still on the cloud, dude. I'm still on the cloud. Maybe that's my chemical. If I enjoy something, I'll yeah. enjoy it for like. Forever. Three times as long for life. Yeah, oh, my dog barking. He's gonna protect us, man. You yeah. know, he hears this conversation. He's worrying about his guy. He's on the road. I'm making a boo a little exactly. bit sad. He's like, "Yo, talk to me. What's happening, man?" Yeah, Abu, Abu <laughs> tends to get a little bit excited. Yeah, he's just trying to protect. Yeah, so us, man. Me, me, man, I'm happy to talk about that too. Really? Yeah, Cause, cause we have like four followers. No one's gonna. No, 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 no <laughs> We're not, not spilling the beans to that many people. No, that. that no, it's ten. For, for me, okay. I don't. Ten. For, for me, like, I don't right, care right. who 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 listens to that because. But that also that subject specifically, I yeah. know. Again, I come to come with a lot of people, a lot of dudes, who are struggling with that shit. Yeah. And then there's no one to talk to. There's exactly. no one to talk about it because if you haven't gone through it, it, you like it's, it's hard to connect the dots if you haven't gone through it. Yeah. You know what we're talking about, right? Yeah. You haven't mentioned specifically. Yeah. Well, we we can talk about that, and, and we in can we, we can make a specific episode for that. Yeah. But that to me is the only thing I really struggle with, yeah. and, and I've struggled pretty hard. But everything else is just honky dory, dude. And I'm, I'm not saying it just to say it. Even even if I try to be more pragmatic about it or more binary about it, even then I'm like everything is fucking dope. Yeah, like everything makes me happy. Like fucking making this fucking wall yellow, man. You have no idea how I'm happy is sure. it, I am that the wall is yellow. But people should understand that it's not. It's not a a bad thing to feel bad, right? Absolutely that's not. Because no. that helps no. you appreciate the good yeah. things, right? I, so it's, I, it's a part of life. It's part of a you being a you having a human experience. Absolutely. No, so you wrong. I, I always let myself feel bad when mm-hmm. I need to. I always let myself feel all the emotion I need to feel. 
I'm just saying at the end of the day, when you look at the net sum, I'm still I'm still plus ten. Yeah. And and I never I never overprotect myself from like bad emotions. I'd be like, oh man, I'm gonna feel sad about this shit. I better take a side step. No, it, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. I think just for me, I've come to the I've gone to the place in my life where all the things that I have to struggle with and I let myself struggle with, I'm still at a ten. Okay. I think and that's important. But I've I've really, really the last six years tried to work on that. I try to learn as much as I can about happiness, about peace of mind, about mindfulness. Yeah. I've devoted a lot of my time and my life because again, I gotta coach people. I gotta coach people to do shit that they don't want to do themselves. Yeah. My secret why I'm so successful at it, because I've done it for a long time to really high level, is I always implement the happiness factor. I tell my athletes, even competitive ones, I'd be like, How fucking awesome is it to be good at something difficult? Enjoy that shit. Like uh, my 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 star client, Christine, I tell her, This is your fucking squad. Yeah. This record is this is you. Like be, it's fucking it feels amazing to be good at something. Mm-hmm. You know, so I always implement a happiness factor. So I'm I'm all about happiness. I do it in my coaching, I do it in the business coaching also. I always remind people, hey, at the end of the day, are you happy with your decision? Are you happy with where you're going? Are you happy with the potential? Because mm-hmm. if it's no, there's always work to be done. Yeah, true. So eight and a half now. I'm going to holler at you boys. I'm going to holler at the people you need to holler to. Yeah. And I, I'm pretty sure I'll be back up to a nine and a half, ten real, real quick. Not that there's a rush or anything. No. As long as you get there, right? But yeah, eight and a half is still also a beautiful place to be. Yeah. Most definitely. But hey, if you're going to prove it, why not? Right? And it comes for you, Mr. Six and a Half. Yeah, for me. Most definitely. True. Yeah. Indeed, you too. Yeah, man. Now I got so my people I talk to, so yeah. Make sure we get there. For, first time we talked about the check-in. Hands in? Power Rangers, go. First, first, <laughs> so first episode. Yeah, you, you started. <laughs> first episode we did about mental health and the check-in. We only got to, like, <laughs> happiness and mental health. And then Cut we took, that out. That, no, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Hey, and that took the whole episode, and now we took the whole episode just talking about happiness. Yeah, true. These are we didn't even get to the other components. True. Yeah. they're very complicated and, and yeah. intriguing topics. So, yeah, especially if you put your put your hands in like that, that you just did. I mean, we're mm-hmm. not gonna talk about that. Guys. But, but, but that's the thing. That's the thing as well, my guys. Talk to talk to your best friend. Talk to if your you boys. Can, talk to your best friend. Talk uh, best girlfriend or what, talk whatever. To your fucking parents just, also, man. Just get get your get your. Stuff out there. Don't let it eat you up because it'll it'll destroy you, man. Without yeah. you know it, it'll slowly it'll destroy eat you up. And mm-hmm. just for the chance that'll make you a less pleasant person <coughs> for the people you care about, mm-hmm. that should already be motivation enough. So people always say, "Oh, you got to do it for yourself." That's not always true. You can doing it for other people is a great motivator. The reason why I focus on my habits also is because I know it'll benefit the people that I care about. I love you guys. I would not want to allow myself to be in a situation where I'm going to be an asshole and I treat you guys like an asshole, you know? Mm. Yeah. So there's nothing wrong with also that being your motivator. So yeah, also, yeah. Think yeah. about the people in your life, in your circle, in your village. Think about if there's a just an offset chance that the consequences that you're going to be a less of a good person to them or for them, do with your shit. Talk to people. Holler at your boy. Do the check-in. It's a... I forget the hashtag, the actual challenge. It's, I think, IAA... Check in. Hashtag talk to your boy. Hashtag. Talk to your boys. There you go. Hashtag. Just anyway, just just. Yeah, make make that effort just once. Just try it once, yeah. and I guarantee yeah, you, you're, you're you're gonna you're gonna feel better after it. Yeah. You don't always have to solve every be able to solve every problem. Mm. 
You're not trying to fix anyone. You're not trying to be a therapist. It's just talking. I'll let your boys. Let the words flow. And lead where they may. Hey. All right. It was a long episode again. Yeah. That was cool. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Remember to follow us on Instagram at Kunuku Spices. Or if we actually end up making a separate Instagram page for Talking Spice. Ooh, let us know. You guys want that? Or uh, we'll see. talk to us. And if you guys just want to talk about this, you guys just DM, DM us as well on Kunuku and we'll try to respond to the best of our abilities. Yeah, yeah we're, we're very active on that. So And we're three dudes with one Instagram account, so yeah. we're pretty sure we can answer. <laughs> yeah, just if you have enough conversation, we're open for it. So, you know. And mad shout out to all the people who, in your of all, um, open up to me about this topic since after all the stuff it posts on Instagram like it, mu- it must have been difficult actually not because I- I'm-, I'm pretty sure I-, I let people know like hey you can holler at me that's what I also fucking said on the fucking post so mm. thank you for reaching out thank you for opening up about it thank you for sharing your shit with me and uh, let's keep doing that yeah man yeah. And we'll- you can always send us a message God bless mm-hmm.